Hey friends, how are you? It's been a while, hasn't it? Anyway, I won't bore you with where I've been, what I've been doing and all that stuff. So I'm just going to go straight into it. This episode is amazing. I always enjoy episodes where I'm basically just talking to my friends because even just in the casual conversations or the like natural, lively conversations we're having, there's just so many gems. Anybody that's been around me and my friends know that it's like, you're going to get messed, but you're also going to get like just amazing things coming out of somebody's mouth. I, I'm very proud to say that. Anyway, um, today's episode features one of my really good friends, Dami. Dami Lola Okuboyejo is like I can't remember how we even refer to it, but she is the fairy, fabulous fairy godmother. She is the G, the OG, double G, everything G of intentional gifting and showing up as your damn self. Like, let me tell you something. There is no one, and I tell her this all the time, there is nobody like Damilola. And I know you guys are going to take that from this episode as well. Damilola is the owner of Baidami Studios. Baidami Studios is a multi... um faceted design like design and gifting agency. I don't even know where to even start. Dabi does it well. She does what she does well. She owns um, events and um, general stationery company. She owns a gifting. By Dami Studios also does intentional and corporate gifting as well as personal gifting. She just does a lot of things. I I like I wish I could I could say it better than that, but she's just truly phenomenal. And you will see it. I'm going to keep raving about her because she's that great. Anyways, on this episode, one thing that um I wanted to showcase was her authenticity, but also how she continues to show up as herself in every space that she goes into. And we talk about that, like the importance of showing up as yourself and what that does in your in your path to success as a launcher and as a business owner. We also speak about self-sabotage. We spoke, speak about how we sometimes get in our own way. And we talk about what tools you need to truly be successful in this climate. This is an episode you don't want to miss. And I really would love feedback on this episode when you guys are done. If you can send me a message, because I really do think that it's it's for someone. And I hope you enjoy it. Um, Dami, thank you for joining me on the Launch That Ish podcast. And um, see you guys on the next one. Bye. Welcome to Launch That Ish, Dami. Welcome. Yay! I'm so excited. You know, more than anything, Kumbi, I'm excited that you're back here. Because you've had such a journey, right? Mm -hmm. And you have so many different gems that you've planted. And I think sometimes life takes you away from, from the magic that you've created. And I'm glad that you're still holding on to this podcast because I mean, I'm, I'm a faithful listener. I subscribe. So many times, you know, once there's a new episode, I get so excited. So, you know, I'm just glad that you're back because this is an incredibly amazing resource for for people you know to just learn and to grow and to launch that ish so i'm happy to be here Dami, you're going to make me just super emotional i really appreciate it i think that was one thing like mm -hmm. yesterday i was trying to come up with um like what i was going to post like again as usual now once i do my once yearly sorry i'm back let's do this kind of thing it's always <laughs> empty <laughs> like hey guys i don't know if you've seen that audio reel where it's like how y'all doing? Well, I'll send it to you, but it's so No, funny. you know me, I don't know. Completely, I, I don't want to talk about all the cool things that are happening. I don't know nothing on real. Just... 
let's leave it. <laughs> but um, I'm really grateful that I'm here. I, I do agree. And I found myself like, you know, before I used to apologize a lot about like, you know, just disappearing or whatever. But like, for me, it's just really important that you find your like, what is that word? Like, like you find your your base and your home and where you keep coming back to. And there's a reason why I keep getting drawn back to this, because I think there are just so many brilliant people that have some like brilliant people like yourself that have so much to say. And I'm grateful that you honored my invitation and that we're here now. And um, so let's go. So first of all, what I usually like to do, I think from what I can remember, <clears throat> what I usually like to do is um, have the guests introduce themselves. Like I honestly, like you're dummy like Beyonce at this point. Like when somebody mentions dummy, you know who we're talking about. Anybody that is in my circle, anybody that is a follower knows dummy. Kumbi, just stop. Just stop. So, <laughs> introduce yourself, please. You know, this is such a challenge for me, and I think I'm going to have to work on that this year because yes. I just, I always just say, my name is Damilola. Most people call me Dami. I, I'm a creative, and I think that's my first time introducing myself as that because I've come to realize that that's what I am. I own a gifting and stationery company, and my goal is really to just live a life of gratitude and help people learn how to live a life of gratitude and intentionality. So that would really be what my companies are all about, you know, living intentionally, holding on to things that matter. And we just do that through gifting and stationary. Point blank period. That's it. Like point, <laughs> point blank period. I, I, for someone that says they're not really comfortable doing that, you just did a really great job. You know, thank you. And that's another thing I'm working on, just saying thank you and stop deflecting things and not honoring, you know, the journey and how far I've come to become who I am. So thank you for that. And I think one of the things I had to realize was because I struggled for a long time about like, what do I do? Where do I fit? Like, is it just paper? And, and I'm like, no, actually, it's not. There's a bigger and broader message. So instead of leading with like, you know, I make invitations for weddings or I make stationery or I, and like, what's the purpose of the things that we make? You know, what is the goal at the end of the day? So I learned that instead of talking about like the physical product, I need to really focus on like the mission, like the whole point, what this is supposed to do. And I, and I find that um, it feels more aligned to who I am and what I want to do and who I'm becoming. That is in itself a word, I think. Um, I think for anybody that's listening out there, you will find that a lot of you fall into that kind of space where it's like you're trying to figure out what the purpose or like what it is you're trying to achieve or what it is that you're even doing. Um, mm -hmm. I hear a lot of like, you know, there's everybody's an, an expert on Instagram. And so I see a lot of things come up on my explore feed and it's always these things about oh, you can't serve so many masters. You can't like, you can't blah, blah, blah. You can't this. And there's truth into certain things, right? Like there's a season for everything. You narrow down and focus on, on that one thing when you're in that season. But um, for someone like you, that's so multifaceted in your like creativity, like someone that's so like, like what, I don't know how else to say it without just like gassing you up, but like someone that's so good at almost everything in this life. <laughs> I think it's 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 brilliant and it's it's comforting to hear you say that where it's like okay you've also faced those challenges where it's like you don't know which what, what in what um, hole you fit or what peg like what what peg goes into what hole or whatever I don't know what the English saying is but um you you've done a really great job about finding or creating your own space you've created your own like little comfort zone now what would you say if you were really going to sit down and think about it like what would you say has helped you be there <laughs> 
I think I'm a very, um, I like myself. And I know that is the weirdest thing to say, but like, I'm very comfortable with who I am and I'm very comfortable showing up as that person in every space. So I think that has been the most profound thing for me in being able to show up and figure out how I want to show up because I'm not trying to become anything for any setting. Do you understand? So I think, I think that for me, I, when I come, when I always come back to it, you know, and I come back to like, who was the, the Damlola version of 10 years ago or five years ago? And Kumbi, you've known me, we've gotten closer in the last couple of years, but you've known me before we were married. Like, you know, at least we've experienced each other. And when I do an audit of myself, I'm very reflective. And I think it comes from being an educator where you always have to go back and check your kids' grades, check your teaching, did it match? And I think that I've taken with me where I'm a very reflective person. I reflect on conversations and just how I'm showing up in the different areas of my life. And I think that I'm like, you know, Damola, you will always get me wherever we go. And I think because I don't have to shift into a personal brand or I have to shift into this type of person, it's just so authentic. I think that's, I think that honestly is truly where my magic lies. Like I'm, I'm not trying to morph into anything like nine out of 10. If you don't speak your right, I will speak your right to you. Literally. I have friends who are like, you forget I'm not your right. Cause I, that's just who I am. I switch tongues. You know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, I butcher a word or two every now and then. I'm, I'm, I get excited about everything. You know, Kumbi and I were laughing. We were on a trip recently together. And like, I have a natural high. I literally was telling people, I'm like, it doesn't take much for me to get excited. Like literally, like just say one thing, play one music. But that has always been me since day one. And I think I've embraced who I am. And that has just led me to so much success in being able to show up as, as, as me. I don't even know if that answers the question. That answers my mind. Ma'am, that answers the question. And that just like really solidifies why I wanted to speak with you today. I think um, for me, one thing that I think nobody can ever take away from you, Dami, is that you show up as yourself in every room. You're not, you, you're not cosplaying. You're not, you're not pretending to be someone. And the reason, and the reason why I thought it was so funny about the whole Yoruba thing is because it's true. Like when you're so comfortable with yourself, you're not scared of any part showing. Because there's nothing like, obviously, every part of you is the same thing. What you get is that. And the reason why we break into like whatever mm -hmm. is our natural comfort level is because that's who we are. And I think it's so it's so Im important that everybody takes that away from here. I've known you so, so long. It's now becoming mm -hmm. somehow, well, we're quite old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we are very old. <laughs> Honest. We're very old. So like um, seeing this, like, like seeing everything that's happening with you, your rise through like the very like the various industries that you occupy is just so brilliant because it, it's beautiful and it's comforting to see because you've literally been that trailblazer and being able to show up as just your authentic self. I mean, but Kumbi, I appreciate you saying that, but I I think it's just maybe this year or last year that I've realized that like. I can just settle. Do you understand? Like, I've never really felt that way. You know, I've always kind of felt like I'm still just starting. You see how, like, when you asked me a question at the beginning, I was like, I'm a creative. Like, I did not accept that I was a creative until, like, the end of last year because I did not go the traditional routes. Like, for if you're a Nigerian here, like, I feel like, I don't feel like my parents, like, snuffed my creativity. It just was not a thing. Like, you know, like, 
like the way I sit down and I do art with my kids now and we go to, you know, Broadway plays and we just, we encourage the arts. It just was not something that was done. It was not out of like lack of like, I don't want my kid to be artsy. It just was not done, you know? So it's, it was very hard for me to take on that identity of someone that is like naturally creative, you know, uh, especially for, like we said we're old, from when we grew up, you know, it was always like the science, the maths. So it was just, it, it's just so hard to like, once I decided and I agreed that, you know what, I'm like, you've always loved doing things with your hands. You've always loved occupying the space. I gave myself permission to be like, I'm like, you've always been creative. You just, you just did not allow yourself to accept it. Do you understand? And so once I put myself in that space, I'm just like, no one can box in. And like, once I decided that Damala, you are a creative, you need to see yourself as a creative. I realized that nobody can judge my creativity because it comes from an authentic place. And once you put yourself in that space, it gives you another level of authority. Because before, when I did not feel like I was creative, I, I had so much imposter syndrome. I didn't feel like I belonged in the spaces that I occupied, right? I'm looking at people who went to art school. So a little behind the scenes for me is, I did my wedding invitations and that just kind of spiraled to me being here. And it was from a failed promise, right? So someone had told me they will do it. Um, I'd said, no, don't worry about it. And she was like, no, that's my wedding gift to you. And then I went to collect the gift too. That's how I went. I said, my sister, where is this gift to? She just was quiet, nothing. And I was like, could it be that hard? Let me do it for myself. And literally it spiraled into all of these things that have gotten here. So it's not like I went to design school. It's not like I was like looking to be this designer. I went on YouTube, no joke. I went on YouTube and everything I've learned, even yesterday I was on YouTube because there was a new skill I was trying to add, you know, to my tool belt. So because of that, when I would design or like a client, a big planner would come to me, I would start shaking because I'm like, I know they've worked with this other designer that went to this art school that has blah, blah, blah. And I know that when they see my work, they will compare it to this other designer that they've been getting their work. So I was always, I would be nervous, shaking, sweating. Like when certain people came out, sometimes I would sabotage my own, my own um, authority and opportunities because oh, I was so nervous that, you know, I'm like, oh, well, we cannot take that right now. Like I've actually... This is being honest, and I don't think I've ever even said it up front because I didn't know what the root of it was. I was sabotaging my own success because of my lack of confidence. You know, like sometimes you make it seem like, oh, you're just saying no because you're busy. But if you go and find the root of it, it's because you're insecure. It's because you're like scared. It's because you're like, they're going to compare me. I don't fit in here. Like many times, the reason why you're not launching that issue, you're not moving forward, is really because there's a root somewhere down there that you think you're a fraud. And the worst person you can lie to is yourself. Or, the, you know, like when you know in your, you, do you understand what I mean? Like, you're like, ah, who am I to occupy this space? Even though you're faking and funky, no, you're wearing the outfit, you're speaking the lingo. There's still a shadow of doubt that you now self-sabotage. That's something a lot of us do. Because deep down, you're either scared of the success or you're scared of the failure. Because there is something being known as being scared of success. Like, I know that if I push, like, and this thing works out, how am I even going to handle it? That's actually a thing. But for me, I felt like I would just always, until I realized that Damnola, there is no, there, there, there are no rules. I gave my permission to, I gave myself permission to agree that there are no rules. And I am a creative. And all of these things that I'm doing 
it cramped and, and innate. Like I really started to, I dissected myself. Like if you see me, I shop at Walmart and I shop at the biggest stores. If I like it, I will buy it. I will wear it. It will make sense to you. I will wear boots and short nika. Or but like, I don't have any rules. I know the things that I like when I see it. I know I like it. It does not work for everybody else. That's part of my creativity. So I started embracing every side of me and showing up again, authentically showing up as myself, continue to show up as myself. And then I realized I'm like, Damnola, nobody can gatekeep your creativity. Nobody can tell you, oh, you don't fit in here or you didn't go to this school or you took, nobody can take what is in your head. And I think Kumbi, that's what has now helped me sit in this place of authority where you can say, Damnola, I've seen you rise X, Y, and Z. And I can say, thank you. You you have, and I did, you know, but it was not overnight. It's like mental conditioning. Do you get? Do you see what I'm doing? I'm, see- I see you. And I feel like I just ran on and ran on. But my point oh. was like, I had to stop self-sabotaging myself because I have everything it takes to be in the room that I am in and the room that I am aspiring to be in. Do you understand? And if you don't fully believe in that, you will not fully walk in that authority. Because we, we've talked about this. I think we've even sent memes to each other where we are like, someone who is way less qualified than you is getting opportunities that you should be getting because they are just more confident and they believe they should be in the room. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So we really need to shed that, that self-sabotage. And I know that when when the right person listens to this, they'll understand what I mean. Those like not sending the email fast enough because you are just a little scared. Like all those little things that you do, do you get, you'll be like, oh, I'll call them tomorrow. Knowing very much that success likes fast. If there's anything that I've learned, success and facts and fast is five and six. If you want it, the email came in, you follow up. If you see the space and you're like, this is the space that I want to occupy, you call them immediately. There's something around that. Knowing very much well that you, the, the, how fast you move makes a difference, but you're like, you know what? I'll sleep on it. That All of those things sometimes is a form of self-sabotage. So you need to sit down and be like, what are the ways that me, myself, I'm working against my own success and these rooms that I want to enter? Do you get? I get. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Grammys for spoken word that is going to change your life goes to Damlola Okubuejo. Let me tell you. What you just spit is better than 16 bars of excellence. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I didn't even, like, I didn't want to say a word. I even put myself on mute because there's no reason why those words should be missed by anybody. Thank you. But you get what I mean. We have now reached the end of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, what else? <laughs> What else is there to say? Like you have said everything. And I know that we are speaking to a general audience, but you have spoken directly to me. Those Mm -hmm. words are clear. We are all familiar with self-sabotage. And we always Mm -hmm. think that self-sabotage is you literally like having, Mm -hmm. like, you know, saying that could be no way to get this. It's not you. That's one stage of it. Like Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome self-sabotage they all work hand in hand to the and then also the analysis paralysis or whatever the coaches say all those things work hand in hand to stop you from getting your your worth or getting what you what is determined like destined for you to be to be honest because we sit down there and we do exactly what you said we sit down Mm -hmm. there and we're like okay you know what 
man, if it's for me, it's for me. But like, let me shall wait. Yeah. We have misused and abused that phrase, you know? And again, that is, I actually feel like that is the poster phrase of self-sabotage. It's for me, it's for me, you know? You know, it will come. Yeah. What the Lord, what was for me will not pass me by, you know? And then you sit. Do you understand? Yes. Like, absolutely right. Yes, because we say it and we use it as a crutch. Like, it's not saying that, obviously, I do believe that if something is for you, it's for you. As long I as it work, obviously, but go for it. A muscle behind it. Yeah, That's it's not lottery. It's not lottery. work, dead. Exactly. So, like, I do believe that that's one, but I also understand and exactly I, 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 I um, connect with the phrase where you say that, okay, yes, I'm like, it's, the, it's what's holding you back from sending that email. It's that fear, that fear of underperforming or being undeserving is holding you back beyond the world. And it's the truth. And it affects everybody, regardless of what journey you are to your rise. Like whether it's you're at the beginning, where you're at the inception of the idea, or whether you're a midway, or whether you're um, pre-massive -ma growth. Like people say, like maybe you're in the growth stage of your company. Regardless of if you're making $100 or $100,000, or you're going into $100 million, whatever it is that is making you say, I'll just wait on it. You know what it is. And you know that feeling in your gut. The whole idea here is for us to be able to connect to like real life stories. And Dami has just like said everything that's on our minds. A lot of you are sitting down basically on that pitch kit right now. A lot of you are sitting down and even just making that, like somebody's already provided you the email or done the connection. And now it's time for you to show up and send that your proposal or send your pitch. And you're, you're not doing it because you know what it is that is holding you back. It's that self-sabotage. It's the feeling that you're not going to be able to do it or the feeling of, okay, and yes, what if it happens, then what? Yep, exactly. Then I have to actually really do the work. Because, okay. you know, like... Nothing is handed to you. Everything always comes with a, a heavy load of work, period. You know, especially if you're trying to do something and do it well. So I think, you know, like you said, Kumi has said everything. I, I was clapping as you guys heard. It's it's so true. You, we have to really like, we have to hold up a mirror and be honest with yourself. You yeah. know, that's it. But it's true. Like, but then I think that um, back to what we were saying about showing up for yourself, it still goes back to the whole thing where you start doubting yourself or you start doubting the capacity, like capabilities like that you have when you show up as your authentic self. But um, mm -hmm. one thing that I really enjoyed you saying, and it's so funny because I was going to ask you like to take us back to Dami of 10 years ago and Dami of like mm -hmm. Dami that was starting off in like a particular industry. It's even more than 10 years now. And um. I, but you you touched on it and I'm really grateful because that's what I was going to get at. But even with that, you said you did the work. You went in and went to like hone your skills though. Like, yes, mm -hmm. your creativity was there and your, your your authenticity was there, but you also knew, like you, you knew what you wanted to learn and you put in the work in learning what you wanted to do. And like, I mean, it's been like, we've all been better off for it, to be honest. It can be hard work will always take you farther than any natural skill. Boom. And that's period. And that's on period, as the young kids will say. I can't believe I'm saying oh. this, Lord. I mean, guys, can we talk about the fact that people call me auntie at parties now? I'm like, who are we talking to? But um, hard work will take you farther than any, any natural skill. You see that Serena Williams is, she's talented, right? But it's hard work that helps you rise to your highest level. And, and that's it. Regardless of how much you're a natural talent, you can sing, you can act. Look at your queen, Bay now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> First of all, 
Okay, sorry. Stop. Stop. What was that thing that Cardi B said? No, not Cardi B. Oh my God, Cardi, I'm so sorry. That um, Black China said on her show, cut the, cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. Because how dare you? First of all, everybody knows that when somebody pronounces B-E-Y as B, that they're not, oh, not hype-carrying. Hype it? It's B. Like, B? A B. it's B-E-Y, pronounced B. The thing. Anyway, your queen B. Really, it's not B. Oh my God. I've been saying it wrong for all this time. Anyway, like, I remember watching her. Um, so I'm not a beehive. Beehive. Sorry. You don't have. But, to, but what? Why Why do you? First of all, but why, why do am you? I bring that yeah, up? Prima. No, that's my point. Sorry. No, like, I it's very important. Not saying B. Please, because. Anyway, yeah, but I just don't it, understand. Like, do you get what I'm saying? I don't understand why there's always this disclaimer with Beyonce. Let me tell you guys why I'm saying that. Because I want to say that even for someone who is not, like, so, like, into her as, like, an artist, yeah, she is, like, the toppest tier when it comes to doing the work. Because yeah. I got a chance to watch. I was, like, enthralled by her, that Netflix documentary that she did. Bitter. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, this lady... As talented as she is, as much access as she has to so many things, nobody is outworking her. Do you understand? So at the end of the day, this is just to add fuel to the conversation of like, you got to do the work. It does not matter the level of talent that you have, the level of access, the level of resources. If you don't get in and do the work, it would, there is no rise, there is no success, there is no longevity. So mm -hmm. for me, that's just really what I did. Like as much as, even though I was in those rooms and I'm like, I don't know if I should be here. I still showed up as myself. That's the interesting thing. Like I still was just like, I'll just shall continue to try my best. You know, I'll shall continue to try my best. Okay, what else do I need to learn? Okay, now it's time to hire. Okay, now, like everything that I've done. But now I think what has evolved and we had this conversation right before we started this con um, podcast is I've now learned to operate in my area of magic. And if there's anything I can tell anyone that is starting something, the, what I wish I had done day one was not to be the Jane of all trades, even from the beginning. You will be so surprised, especially in this day and age, there's so many resources out there. There's Fiverr. If you want somebody to, you know, there's marketing. There's just, there's so much, even down to like product shots, there's, um, Sona Studios, I think is what they are called. You send for 30 bucks, they will shoot your product. They'll give you video. You can show up 10 times better launching now by just taking a little bit of seed money and just spreading it to the people who do what they do best. And I think that that is another thing that really weighs people down when it's time to start something because they're like, oh my gosh, there's so many hats to wear, you know? Find, delegate. I think that is the number one thing that I, I, I wish I hired. The only thing I wish I did, I run my business by myself for like the first five or six years. I was the everything. And when I say this, I need, I need us to add that I had twins in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. I never forget yeah, I was designing and breastfeeding. All I remember was my computer catapulting. That's all. Have you ever seen a Mac flat on the floor before? Like I literally was, <laughs> I was typing designing, breastfeeding. I think my son might have been like five months. And literally, he just kicked. You know how kids now, they'll just do like involuntary like movement. All I remember, I can see it's in slow motion. My Mac just started flipping. Next thing I turned, it wasn't flat. I, I was like, 
this is just too much. You cannot do everything, right? And I think that the greatest misconception is that people think that you have to get to a certain place to then outsource. You have to make a certain amount of money to then find someone. Like, you really don't. You just need to have a plan. You have to be intentional. And you have to think to yourself, what is my area of magic? You know, like you can be a founder and work in your company and be the person that is doing production because that's your area of magic. Magic. Do you understand? I'm yep. bringing somebody that is a visionary and would help you, CEO and multiply and all that stuff. So I think my biggest wish, you know, when I go back to that 10 years, I know everything happens for a reason is I just really wish that I, I, I just delegated and I brought in help way earlier because I could have afforded to do it. But my mind made me feel like I had to do everything now. How am I going to teach somebody? They won't do it the way they're supposed to do it. And a lot of founders say this. And what we need to start thinking about is our ROTI, which is our return on time investment. Not just your return on investment, but your return on time investment. Because even though it will take you a little longer to bring in this person and you might have to kiss a couple of frogs, the amount of time you're buying yourself back in the future is invaluable. And I really, really wish that I had thought about that and I had implemented that earlier, even down to finding a designer on Canva and bringing them to be doing some designs. Do you understand? There's so many ways I could have really like delegated in the beginning. And I think that's why a lot of us small businesses, we start small, we build small, we die small. You know, like you just, you don't scale and you don't move to giving, to bringing in people who are experts at what they do to help you move your company. So that's my only like main thing that I wish I did earlier that I did not, um, I don't know if it's that I didn't have the courage to do, I didn't even just have the wisdom to do because I was just so frazzled doing everything that like, I didn't even give myself space. So as a founder, whatever you do, give yourself quiet space to think. I think I didn't even have the time to think to now be like, how will I even execute bringing in somebody until way later when I was now like in a better place you know, my kids were in school. I just was able to think. And now I'm like, dang, I'm not like you should have done this way earlier. But it's okay. We move. Abby? I thank you. I love you. We move. Because thank we you. move is really just the only way to even say it. Yeah, at the end of the day, we move. Because like you have said it all. Guys, honestly, this is, I don't, um, anyway, thank goodness I do my intro after and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Like, Fine. Because mm-hmm. this is a conversation. Like, and that means, Dami is the host of this podcast, this episode. Let's just no, go. Um, because we have questions, but I know we don't have time. Koshi, questions go. Uh-huh. But like, <laughs> but seriously, like guys, um, we it's so funny that she mentioned this because we had already, we were talking about it like just in our regular conversation before we started, like she said, before we even started this um, conversation. In order to truly show up as your authentic self, let me tell you, in order to truly show up as your authentic self, you have to be able and have the power to stick to your line of magic that line of what's it what's it called the path of genius or whatever it is and i know it's very difficult when you're when you're launching when you're starting but trust me like dami said if you make the right decisions in the beginning like you're saving yourself much much more money in the long run not only are you doing that but like the way the um the business or the startup ecosystem has evolved over the last like not even 10 years let's even talk about the last year or the last two years or the last three years or even before I finish this sentence, right? You have access to like, yeah. so many things. Your copy, your visuals, your everything. You know, literally. The visionary state, in, in your visionary state and 
and allocate things. Find yeah. there's not when I tell you there's nothing. Canva has made life ten times easier. And then now Adobe has their own to so Adobe Express or something like that. Ooh. Then it's just you just have to be resourceful. You know, exactly. us launching 10, 12, 13 years ago to you launching today. I wish I could just explain to you how much more resources you have that's going to set you up for success. So don't be boggled down. And close mouths don't get fed. Ask your community. You'll be surprised how much resources you can get. There's, there's an app for everything. There literally. Is. There is. There's an app, and app for everything. There literally is. And really what we're saying, I mean, we've spoken about showing up as, as your authentic self. We've, talk, we've spoken about like doing the actual hard work to achieve things. People, listen to me when I tell you. There is a solution, an affordable solution for every yes. facet of launching your business. I yes. saw on Instagram. Or oh, where was it? Wherever, because I'm always on Instagram, to be honest. But like I saw somewhere where somebody was like, oh, need this, there's um Stripe for that. Need this, there's Shopify for that. Need this, there's Canva for that. Need this. Literally, the amount of money you need to start your business gets smaller and smaller every day because the disruptors have been disrupting. Yes. They've disrupted almost every single thing. For goodness sake, yes. I have an artificial intelligence box telling me about Kumbi Odubogu. I was like, okay, wait. Yeah. Please. Get in your own voice. Like, it's crazy. I, I heard. Yeah. yeah. I heard. So, like, like, I'm not even speaking about the AI aspect right now, but even, like, just in general, Dami mentioned Canva and everything like that. Excuses are becoming, like, few and harder to pick at because there's so many things in your like space for you to be able to create this thing so that you at the end of the day are not having to do everything yes like fiverr honestly between fiverr and upwork Listen. i've never seen a two person um, two program combo like that in this world that allows me to reach affordable hires affordable qualified hires across quality i want to tell you to just do your research upwork upwork <laughs> I mean, as much as we have a team here, I have a whole virtual team that are that spread all over the world. And let me tell you, the number one thing you need wherever you are, it's just internet. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, the number one. It, if we can all just use social media, internet for good, you can literally change the trajectory of your life. There's so much access to so much. The world is tiny. Like mm -hmm. that's what I realized when I realized that, like. It just takes two minutes to get this VA from the Philippines or blah, blah, blah. It's nothing, you know? And you just have to rid yourself of all excuses and just launch that ish, honestly. Honestly, you know, Kumbi, something that might be really amazing to do since people come to you for these launch ideas is really to just, th that um, Instagram post that you just said, like to create your own version of it. Because the oh. resources are insane. Do you understand? Like, you want this, go here. You want this, go here. Like, it's a legit starter kit. And my sister, sell it as a course, Jerry. Drop it. Like, yeah. Because it's a lot of work to have to, like, because at the end of the day, do you know what this world is all about? Getting the right information. That's why people are selling lists to China, where to get this done. Giving people the right information. Anyway, that's another business. That's why, look at, look at that media. Let me just tell you. That's why I always say, like, Dami and I are connected because now I get to say this part. I am so excited to introduce you guys to the Launch That Ish newsletter that is dropping with this episode. So, I already I intended, and she had no idea. 
So I already intended to start a launch that ish newsletter to go along with the podcast. It will be about like, we're just basically, it's a weekly, it will be a weekly newsletter in which you get like just general information about launching. It might not necessarily be information about launching. Sometimes it might just be my random musings, but um, the link to join is in the description of this episode. So you can tap in and then I will also go and find that particular post so you can see what I'm talking about. But this is it. Like, this is how easy it is for you to launch that ish. Like, it's easy for you to like pick up something and just start. It's either you start by breaking it into smaller actionable items. Like whether it's um, like there's there are several launch that like launch checklists online. I will also include a link that I have to one that I have for mm-hmm. businesses who are looking for that as well. I'll include that in the link in, in, in the newsletter um, that goes out um, after this episode. But um, basically, there's so many ways and so many tools. And the idea for you is just to like to find those, like do your research. Research is literally the beginning of success for me. Like before you even start anything, before you're like even when you're in inception or whatever idea, like generation stage, like research is really what's going to make the difference. Because research is going to tell you whether or not somebody else is doing that thing and how you want to like, you know, go into the market, whether you want to go in similarly or whether you want to go in differently. Research is also what's going to tell you that somebody else has that name. So. Okay, Ego. Don't forget you guys. <laughs> just just had to let you know. It's also what's <laughs> going to keep your ass from getting sued because you're using somebody else's brand name. So, like, there's different ways. Like, basically, we start with that. Dami has told us, like, she's dropped too many gems for you. She dropped too many gems for you today. Like, from the beginning, and I'm sure you can even tell or take away from this episode, authenticity is literally part of Dami's MO. It's part of her, like, fine print. It's part of her, like, what's that thing woven thread or whatever it's called so it's really important that you keep that and like combining that like I mean, what would you say is the formula for success like true success i'm not talking about money numbers alone or anything guess like what that. i think the number one formula for success is not giving up i know that sounds crazy it's just simple you just have to be persistent and resilient honestly because you literally just have to always just take the next step I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in 1% every day. Just take the next step. Take the next step. You messed up this job. You did this. You did that. Take the next step. Take the next step. That is it. Honestly, that is it. It's beyond all of the, all of the work. Like, yes, like if you're taking the next step, you're doing the work. You're not being defeated. You're just moving forward. Because here's the thing about business. It's almost like, Somebody's punching you and you're still saying, okay, I'm still walking because I can't even explain all of the 50 million things that would happen, all of the 50 million things that will go wrong. Let me tell you, you have to become best friends with failure. You have to become best friends with imposter syndrome, all of these things. You have to be mentally fit, honestly. Like if you don't have a therapist or you don't have a way to renew your mind, you need it because it just feels like you're already working with the all the mental parts that it's holding you back. Am I good enough? And then you then have all of the business side of things, you know, paying payroll, having good product, marketing, blah, blah, blah. And things will always go wrong. I don't care what your industry is. There is going to be, I listen to a lot of business podcasts. That's my, now I, I watch a lot of YouTube when I'm designing, but like I do both. So, and one of the things that I've learned with every founder, every entrepreneur, everyone who's done successfully based on whatever that success means to you, because that's a whole nother conversation. Like what is, what will be your success, right? It's not the same for everybody. It's not necessarily financial for everybody, but what I've learned for every founder is there's always a point where you're like, 
I cannot move forward anymore. It is so bleak. There's nothing else. But here's the beauty. After the darkest point at night, the sun starts to rise. And if you can just continue to move through that dark point, I guarantee you will start to see that light when the sun starts to rise. You just, it starts as an afterglow and then you walk into it. There's nothing that's ever like, you never stay on the like flat plane. And once you just have made up your mind that, you know what, they're going to be hills and they're going to be valleys, but I'm always going to take the next step. Now, nobody's asking you to take a leap. Just, just do. And let me tell you, sometimes that next step is really just waking up and checking your email and going back to bed. Literally, it, it looks different for everyone. But the goal is for you to just take the next step because business will knock you down 10 times. And you have to be able to be like, okay, I've wiped my tears. So uh, you, again, nobody's asking you to be superhuman. Let me tell you, on a, just come and dear me. And let me tell you about the days that I could not get up from my bed because somehow a job had gotten lost in the mail. The wedding is this weekend. There's just a point where you're just like, I'm in my surrender mode. But the number one thing I think is past skills, is past connections, is past how hard you can work, how long you can work, is not giving up. That means, you see, I had to mute myself again. My sister, I didn't know. Honestly, that is like, you are brilliant. You are brilliant. And you know what? I've decided I'm going to have you back on the podcast. I will talk about something completely different because I feel like that would be a really, that would be a fun, we're going to turn Dami into a series. Ah, please stop, behave yourself. <laughs> because like, if you're ever needing like a refill of like, you know, like the authenticity conversation, but also not even just the authenticity conversation, this girl, this woman is one of the most hardworking people I know. And then not only that, like you're incredibly generous. You're generous with your time. You're generous with your, like, with what you do. And um, I think that it will always come back to you because, and I really hope, I hope and pray that it will always come back to you, even if it doesn't. Like, I know that it's not necessarily why, it's not why you're doing it. Yes. Yeah. Like, if, like, like, just come back in, like, come back completely. So Dami, thank you so much for this episode. Like, if you were going to talk to someone and let them know right now, if they were sitting there, because I feel like you've already preached, you've already told us, right? Oh, like, Lord. if you were going to, if you were sitting before some, in front of somebody right now, who is in the middle of not giving up, but is on the verge, right? Because like it's been, it's been really exhausting. Um, and th- that person is now looking, in fact, you know what? That person is now looking to enter, like to pivot, to like change directions because, you know, maybe that's not, they've seen that, that that angle they've been going on is not working. And they're just really overwhelmed with the idea of having to start afresh or like not even have to start afresh, but try having to traverse a new path, basically, or a new direction with their business. What would you say to them? This is basically like an SAT question. No, I actually have an answer. And I think it's, it's not going to be what a lot of people expect. What I'm going to say is, Take a break and rest. You know why? Because there's clarity that comes with a clear mind. Have you ever tried to find your way when you're in the middle of the storm? You can't see. You know, I've always talked about like, it's so much, it's so, you see better when you are. You remove yourself for a moment and then you can analyze all sides. You know, one of the things that, I aspired to do was get my hands from inside of my business to on top of my business. And sometimes that's what you need to do. Ladies and gentlemen, don't 
kill yourself. It's okay to take a break. And many times in that break is where clarity happens. That's where you can then analyze things and say, you know what, what should be my next step? And another thing I'm going to share that is actually not popular is sometimes when you take that break, the decision is to end what you started. No one talks about that. Everyone talks about, okay, move on, continue, don't stop. And I know that's what I've talked about here. Take the next step, take the next step. But guess what? Sometimes, sometimes that next step really is a pivot. It really is, you know what? I've gone so far with this. Now I'm going to use everything that I got from here to make a left turn. And that's okay. But those decisions don't come out of just... You have, to, you have to take a moment to analyze. So I always feel like when you're in a moment where you're muddled, you're like, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what's my next steps. Just step out of it for a moment. Do something that is not like watch a movie, read a book. Just get your mind out of it. Come back with a clear head and then analyze. And sometimes it might be going on vacation. Sometimes it might be just, I'm not doing anything that has to do with my business for two days, for three days, whatever you can do. But I find that you never want to make a decision when you are in the midst of the storm because you're making an emotional decision. So just take a moment, take rest, consult with people that you trust that are seeing different angles and then decide what to do next. That's what I think is best. I love it. I love it. And if if any of you um, remember, like the last episode before this one was the one with Jemaira Pollard, where she spoke about rest for success. And this is exactly this- what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it's 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 just part of the process. It's part of the growth to be able to like, you know, get what you like to actually truly progress the right way. And it's it comes back to that. Like sometimes you will have to like remove yourself from the situation and actually see it with fresh, rested, clean, like clear eyes. clear eyes, a clear and stable set of eyes will let you know that okay, maybe this will help you find your direction and help you figure out how you want to start your new pivot or how you want to start that new direction, whatever it is in your business. Um, Dami, thank you so, so much. I don't want this to go too long because I, I, I remember I said when I started recording this, I was like, it's going to take 30 minutes and I always just lie and scam people. Where are we now? I'm I don't know, sure. but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not. <laughs> I'm positive it's not 30 minutes. So Dami, please tell everyone where they can find you, what you're working on at the moment and um, how they can connect with you, please. Um, guys, I think the number one place to go to is Baidami Studios NYC. And I don't know, Kumbi, you're a, you're a big shot. So if anybody's listening and you live in the Instagram world, I'm trying to drop the NYC from my name. I've been trying to drop it from day one. But for some reason, somebody has Baidami Studios and I don't know. Um, so anyway, Baidami Studios NYC is where you find me. I'm working on building a corporate gifting and just um, just being an authority in the gifting space and living in gratitude. You can find more about that in Box by Dami. But again, by Dami Studios would link you to all the places that you can find me because I have at least 17 IG pages. And guess what? I'm still thinking of at least three that I want to open. So I don't want to have you running around to different places. But I'm just, uh, I'm mostly on the DMs there, to be honest. But you can also email me. I think that's for sure where you can find me at Dami at by damistudios.com that comes directly to my inbox and uh, I always love to meet new people chat and talk and all that good stuff so holla at me 
And that's the end of this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Lunch That Ish. See you soon. Bye.